0: Cairo Feast. Take a bite out of Dr. Jeff's wisdom so you can pay it forward. Come and get it. I'm going to get one of those bells that I can ring you. Ding um, a ding 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 Rachel, it is an absolute pleasure. This is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited to chat with you. Me too. And for um, our listeners to get to know you. Okay. Um, I think what's going to be cool about this, uh, we're going to serve up, we always have some food analogies here, we're going to serve up a lot of side dishes today because we're going to go down a few rabbit trails and a few paths that that people may not expect and that type of thing um, to just talk about life. In general, and uh, living uh, the chiropractic lifestyle, and so this should be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Good, good, yeah. good. So uh, let's get started. I want people to know a little bit about who you are. In fact, <clears throat> let me set the uh, set the stage a little bit so, for our listeners. I am in Maple Grove, Minnesota, right now. I'm sitting in Dr. Rachel's office, which is gorgeous, by the way. Thank you. I mean, you've done an amazing job. This is a great place. You can be so proud. Of this office and the work that you're doing here Thank you. um, so yeah and uh, I brought my my marketing strategist with me to meet you uh, her name happens to be Rachel too so it's a she, good name right she's sitting in another room here and we're actually doing kind of a, a mini uh, marketing uh, strategy session with you um, for your clinic as well and, and so it's it's a pleasure to be here mm-hmm. and uh, so sitting here in Rachel's office I want I, I want our listeners to kind of get a feel for what this is
1: for sure. Okay,
0: so um, how long are you out of graduate school? Uh, how long have you been a chiropractor?
1: Um, it, it'll be. It just was six years in April.
0: Okay, so yep. six years in the profession, mm-hmm. and how long have you been the owner of this practice?
1: Since February of last year, so almost a year and a half.
0: So about a year and a half, eighteen mm-hmm. months or so, and you actually worked in this office previously. Yeah. In, in fact, on two separate occasions, is that correct?
1: Kind of. So, a little background about me. Like when I went to chiropractic school, I wanted to work with like athletes. That was it. Like I worked with some of the um, doctors that worked only with Vikings players, and I was super passionate about that. And then, truly by like God only, I was accidentally placed here for one okay. of my internships. And honestly, like I'll upset say this to like don't previous owner, I was, like, kind of disappointed, because I was, like, I don't want to be in a family wellness clinic. I want to be with (laughs) athletes. I want to be with, like, all of that, and then I'll never forget, like, the day, like my first day when I was here, and I saw kids, and I saw, like, all these families running around, and I mean this in a great way, but, like, normal people. I'm doing air quotes right Mm now, and I was, like, this is so awesome, like, people who are truly grateful, like, every single time they get adjusted, they just know, like, what the benefits are, and... I remember like being like, I totally want to switch what I'm doing. Like, I want to wow. do this for like five years, and I'm like, nope. Like, this is like, I knew that day like this is what I was called to do as a chiropractor. So, um, I completely switched, and then I finished my last T10 here, and then I was an independent contractor here for a couple years, and then a different opportunity came across, which was great because that helped me grow a lot. So I went in, went back with a classmate, and we grew a practice from like 200 visits like 550 in 2 years and gave so 200
0: visits in a in a week
1: yeah in a up week up to
0: 550 mm-hmm. in a week okay yeah
1: and so which was is a really fast growth um, but it was also like a really good way for me like to just get in deep and just learn a lot of things too right. and so it gave me a lot of confidence and <clears throat> what was happening just as far as like building a practice and i never i i didn't know if I could be an owner and I say that because, and I'm smiling as I'm saying that because I look back and I'm like, I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity because if it wasn't presented to me, I don't know if I would have stepped out and done it. Right. And now it's like, this is awesome. Like this is, I truly feel like this is where I'm meant to be. So an
0: opportunity came up to actually purchase the practice where you previously were an employee and an intern.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um,
0: Maybe that's God, like, uh, holding up a big giant neon sign and saying, okay, here you go. Yeah, This is where you need to go.
1: Yeah, and it was. And, again, that was another situation where it was kind of crazy. The previous owner, who I was still friends with, um, completely destroyed her foot, broke her foot, couldn't even be, like, walking on it for, like, weeks. Like, she had to have it up, and I actually wasn't even working for a little bit. I took time off to be home with ZJ, and um, she was, like, can you come help me? Like, I like can't even stand. And oh, then wow. again, just the pieces <clears throat> kept falling. She's like, I'm going to, I want to move into more functional med. I'm looking to sell in the next couple of years. What would you be interested in? And I'm like, how would we do it right now? And we did. <laughs> so,
0: That's one thing I like about you, Rachel. You're very yes. direct.
1: I am very direct. <laughs> I am. You
0: and don't and, ever have to guess with you.
1: No, no, it's true. Oh. I'm very transparent, but I truly mean that because I want people to know my heart. And sometimes that can be hard for people, but like, I always tell you like what I'm feeling and, how that is and yeah. I don't mean ill in right anyway with that it's just there it is there it is yep
0: you know you and I have a similar uh, story I don't know if you even knew this about me but um, when I was in chiropractic school I was in an internship with a doctor hmm. and we saw uh, it was out in Los Angeles okay and we saw the LA Clippers um, basketball mm-hmm. team and uh, we also worked with the UCLA track team and the Santa Monica track team. So back in those days, it was Flo Jo was her name. Okay. She was a gold medalist. Huh. And um, and so I got to work with all these athletes, and that's exactly what I wanted. So it was the opposite for me in that I, I wanted to be in an internship with all these athletes, and that's exactly what I got, and I hated
1: it. Yeah, yeah.
0: There was nothing worse than working with egomaniac athletes Absolutely. that didn't do what you told them to do. <laughs> it's true. And uh, mm-hmm. and then when I got into practice and started to see babies, and believe mm-hmm. me, that would have been the last thing I wanted. Yeah. I fell in love with it. I mm-hmm. fell in love with, with working with kids. They were just so much fun. Mm-hmm. And, and then everything that comes with the family yep. aspect. So that's been a, a blessing. So we kind of that's fell awesome. into this. Yeah.
1: No, it's cool. And it's fun when you like don't plan that, when I mean, it just kind of happens that way. And then you really know like that's where your path should be, too. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Although, <clears throat> now it's been 25 years. You know what my <laughs> practice is made up of now? Yeah. All the other doctors and staff in my office, they're like, oh, Dr. Jeff and his geriatric practice.
1: <laughs> oh, no. You know?
0: So it's me and all these 70-year-olds.
1: But they just love you you can't help it oh
0: yeah I don't know it's it's interesting they oh, they know so me too funny. well at this point they won't yeah. go away you right. know? And right. that's, that's good now I, I love the heck out of them
1: that's cool
0: so um all right so the practice you're in now mm-hmm. um, you are the the sole owner of this practice mm-hmm. and um, rather than me describe it I want to hear how you would describe how and and what you what this practice is about
1: mm-hmm so my big passion for like what I envision this clinic to be is I want it to be like a culture for people. I want people to come here with their entire families and be like, this is my comfort and my safe zone. This is a place where like my family goes to truly really like better themselves. And yes, I am a very like chiropractor. I focus on the adjustment and that is the number one thing I'm good at. But also like I love just educating people about like you mentioned, like chiropractic lifestyle. And that can be so many different things and so um we are a 40 percent pediatric clinic
0: okay wow that's yeah. a big number yeah 40 percent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: okay yep and uh approximately how many people will you see each week
1: um non-covid during covid okay. so right. yeah
0: give it give me both numbers although sure. you know and i told you this last week when i talked to you your number is basically the same but you know go ahead uh, yeah before covid uh, approximately how many a week
1: so 300 was where we were going for like that was like my good number 300 every single week sometimes we dip down to like 270 you know how that works and around covid we were close to that 270 mark we've gotten a little bit less like right now too just to be totally honest with you but i've had turnover with my whole front office right now so all those transition periods cause different different scenarios not that it's an excuse because it is what it is but um my goal is to be at that 300 mark.
0: So call it 140 to 150 pediatric visits per week.
1: Yeah. That's big. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so fun. No wonder you
0: got that big room over there with all the toys and <laughs> stuff <laughs> yes. in it. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to like sit down and uh, play Betty Crocker in there because you got the stove in there. yeah.
1: And that's what I'm talking about. Like People will come here and like before soccer practice and hang out for 10 minutes and like get a snack and relax, get adjusted, and then they can go on and they know that this is a place for that. Um, we also see a lot of, the nice thing is we're right next to Maple Grove Hospital. It's like one of the most booming places. Like all they do is have babies there pretty much. They can't do anything else because there's so many people having kids around here. So we work really, we have a strong referral with a lot of the OBs and midwives in the area. So we do see a lot of pregnant moms too. Okay. And that's a good way to just keep transitioning. Like last week we had, um, had three moms have babies and three of them brought their babies in like within a couple of days after having wow. it so it's
0: so great. do people find that out from their OBs from that relationship or do they see that online or a little
1: bit of both um again the practice has been around for about almost 15 years so if you do search us in pregnancy and pre- prenatal in this area we will come up okay pre- pretty highly Um, But also, we've built good relationships with a lot of the OBs, and they know us like us and trust us, so that helps too.
0: Do you have to? um, How much do you have to spin that plate? Do you do you have to reach out to them and and keep talking to them? Send them documentation. Send them articles. Uh, Do you need to? Do you need to do much, or does that just keep happening?
1: Yeah, like in the again, when I was like an intern, um, Dr. Connie, Dr. Jensen, the owners that were here before. They used to get together with them and build that connection, and I did too. Right of practice, and thankfully that's still naturally been coming. But it's funny that you say that because that was on um, Dr. Melissa, who is a newer doctor that's with me. Like our plate, like hey, let's like reach back out to our midwives in the area and keep that touch, and you know, and um, keep that connection, and make sure we're still educated. We're still got this because it fades fast, and that's something you constantly have to keep doing.
0: Well, I'm sure there's new doctors in the area, too, that yep. maybe you don't even know, mm-hmm. you know, that are now, hopefully, you know, those people can be influenced by some of the ones that are still um, referring to you, and yeah. they can kind of pass the word.
1: Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, So um, one of the things that, you know, I've, I've always been so amazed by with you, because it's so rare in our profession, is, is the fact that people people don't stop coming here. Mm. I mean, they just keep coming. Yeah. Um, this is not a pain relief clinic. No. Although I'm sure a lot of people start that way, right? Yeah. But yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. How does
0: that mentality switch or how do you uh, communicate with people?
1: Sure. Um, totally. Like, obviously, you can't get around it. Like, new patients come with pain. Great. It's actually a good thing, too. Like, you want them to really understand, like, the benefit of, like, what it means to truly, like, be well. Because wellness is, I say this all the time, it's a word that gets so overused. ever right. You know we won't even go down that rabbit trail, but, um, right. so my big thing that I'm huge on is I have a new patient day one. And then I have a, my day two is a little bit more, I would say like extensive in the chiropractic profession. And, um, you we were just doing Dr. Jeff's boot call before this. And I couldn't agree with him more when he was talking about like, you need to invest in your people up front because they're not going to invest 12 years of care with you. If you spent five minutes in a report of findings, Right, it's just not going to work that way. And, and truly, like, I wouldn't want that for myself or my family. Like, I want people to like, be sat down and be talked about like, what is happening with their bodies, what adjustments are doing, and how that, we need to do that our entire lives, truly why we need to do that. And so my day two is almost an hour long. The mm-hmm. first half is talking about their bodies and what it means to heal and truly what healing means, how we get subluxations. Um, why it doesn't take five adjustments, five cracks, and you're great. You know, right. like that. <laughs> I mean, you hear it all the time like, why am I better yet? Well, has it been here for 25 years? Yeah. Well, it's going to take five years possibly to even get fully to right. that spot. So I spend more expensive, extensive time up front educating people, and it's more of an investment on our end as far as like our time and right. things like that. But right now, our PVA is at like 137 and that's terrible yeah my goal is to be <laughs> I I mean like 200 it's so not it's so doable like yeah. it's just one of those things like like I just and I love that there's nothing better to me than like you know watching kids graduate from high school that you've seen and the cool thing is I've been here since I was an intern so eight years ago like when they were like in second grade so and they get it too like it's super fun so. that's amazing yeah and
0: and and I know some of our listeners probably don't even really understand the gravity of what that number—that number, that number is—a um, a PVA of 137 means that the patient uh, comes 137 times before they are discharged from care, or they die, or they move out of town, or I mean that's probably what happens to your patients. They either have to move out of town or die. <laughs> you know? yeah. I yes. mean, um, but uh, the average in the country is around 17. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing clearly is getting getting people educated as to why they should come 137 times. It's amazing, mm-hmm. um, and I really look up to you for that because that is uh, – and, and i got to be honest with you, there are some chiropractors out there that, you know, maybe even there's a few listening that would say, you know what, that's wrong. Hmm. Nobody should have to see a chiropractor 137 times. How would you answer that person if, if somebody said that to you? I mean – How dare you?
1: Yeah, I, and I kind of – I'm, I'm laughing at that not because um, of disrespect to the person, but I just think they them like anybody, my, my perfect response is anything in hard, anything hard in life you have to maintain and keep working at it. you know True. whether it's eating healthy, working out, keeping strong in your faith, um, having good friendships and marriages, you don't just like spend a couple hours with them and then in three years expect to like have a great investment back. And when it comes to like your nervous system, like that's the most important thing we have hands down and so and again it's just explaining that to people up front like this is what we're doing we're not cracking bones or moving bones we are truly like interfering with people's nervous system in a positive way Right, right. and so um, I mean if doctors ask me like how do you do that how do you do that and I think it really comes down to even for myself becoming more of like um, a lifetime chiropractor for people or wellness chiropractor it really comes down to like my philosophy and m- investing in myself so that i can invest in my team and my patients mm. and that is i think really powerful and i don't and in, our schools are great but i don't think they teach us that enough to invest in the philosophy and the true power of like what our adjustments are right
0: well yeah and, and unfortunately our schools are there to get you a piece of paper that right. allows you to practice chiropractic and they do a good job of teaching so we can pass the boards and mm-hmm. that's basically it And. You know self admittedly um, the schools will will say that we yeah. don't have the time to be able to insert a ton of business and philosophy into the curriculum because it's not on the board exams mm-hmm. you know yeah. and so we right. just got to get you out there to be able to practice but what that means for a young doctor is you now are in charge of investing in that yourself
1: mm-hmm. absolutely
0: you got to get yourself a chiropractic coach a mentor Or, um, you know, be a part of a group, a family, and and that's really what we build with Big Fish is a family, a -hmm. family of clinics where you can pick up the phone, you can talk to any one of the doctors that I coach in my organization around the country and ask them questions, and they'll actually answer them. They'll actually return your phone call. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the culture, you know, that we're building in that, in my coaching company, um, and That's what we need to do as well. So so you've um, invested in yourself in terms of you know um, Your technique and your systems, you know, I can I can tell just by stepping into your clinic that it's system driven
1: 100% so how, how 100%. would you
0: speak to that and what it's done for your practice?
1: Um, so I'm a very analytical person too, but every single thing that I do there's a reason why behind it like and If you ask me, like, well, why do you say that one word? Or literally, like, how do you have these things? It's because there's a reason behind it. And um, there's a system for the time someone calls on our phone till the time someone has 980 visits and they have a check-in. Like, I think systems are absolutely a must for any business, but even especially a business that goes for taking care of people. Um, Because people can get easily lost if all of a sudden they sign up for care and they're like, great, awesome, next, you know? Right. So I think systems are huge as far as, you know, having that relationship base with people. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't need to be felt like a system is like um. Trans, like, um like transactional systems, mm-hmm. as in like how you literally <laughs> are like paying attention to people after 700 visits or 300 or two, you know, right. all of it.
0: I think you'll enjoy hearing this and, um, you know. Hopefully, hopefully, she's listening um, to this podcast. Uh, I just got off the phone with one of your, one of your staff. She said something very powerful. Um, we, we were talking a little bit about just the feel of your clinic and uh, what it felt like. You actually, this is maybe a whole nother podcast, you actually hired <laughs> a patient.
1: Mm-hmm, so I
0: did. Somebody that was a patient here for, what, about five years?
1: Yeah, so it's funny because she was like one of my first patients ever. Like oh, definitely. Six years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's well, kind of crazy, but.
0: She thinks the world of you as a chiropractor, obviously, because she stayed for five years and mm-hmm. referred her, her husband to you, who was a skeptic to begin with. Totally. And um, now she's got a, a, a child that's one and three, and, and she attributes the ability for her to even get pregnant mm-hmm. um, to her care with you. Yeah. And what, what she said that really moved me was she said, when I started working here, and that was five years later, after she's been coming here for five years, she said, I had no idea how many people actually came here. <laughs> That's awesome. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? And she said, well, every time I was ever in the office getting my adjustment, my family was getting adjusted, we felt like we were the only people that Rachel took care of.
1: That's awesome.
0: That's amazing. It is amazing. Think about that. Yeah. How would you feel, think about any doctor you go to, any dentist, orthodontist, you know, um, medical doctor, whoever, you want to feel like you are it. Yeah. That you're the only patient they're, they're gonna see all day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, And if you can walk away feeling that, man, you're a lucky person to be in that practice. Yeah. That's what she felt like. That's awesome. So when she got here, and, and all of a sudden she sees the other, uh, on, a, on a given day, you might see 80, 90 people. And all of a sudden she realizes, what, there was like 89 other people (laughs) other than me? Yeah. You know, in this office? Huh. Uh -huh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. And And so now she's a
0: part of that process to make those people feel special as well.
1: For sure. And I think that comes down to, um, I I learned a lot. I mean, I'm constantly like self-teaching myself things. And um, Brendan Burchard like does a bunch of different stuff. I don't know if you've heard of him before. Mm -hmm. He like a bunch of leadership stuff. But he talked about just intention with things. And so, like, that's something where I've become so incredibly intentional about every single thing that I do, that people are always like, how do you remember that? Or how do you know that? But that's, like, really how you do build those relationships with people is you're so focused on what's happening. Mm. Like, like that patient in the room is the only thing that right. is, I'm focused on.
0: Blinders. It's yes. It's, like,
1: just... And it's hard because you're like, okay, what do I have to do next? This person's over there. And, oh, shoot, i was supposed to give them exercise and I forgot to do it. And, like, all these things are going through your brain, but it doesn't matter. Right. And that's hard to do it in the beginning because you have a million things going through your head. But to the patients, they can see and feel that. And yeah. that's super important, I think. Um, when I train in all of my new staff, like, I tell them, it's crazy in here. Because um, we only adjust, like, 18 hours a week and seeing 300 people so our visits are really fast okay because so we're super focused on what we're doing like that, that's on my
0: list to talk to you about okay because yeah. this is where you know chiropractors all over the place are going to have a different opinion on this absolutely and, and, absolutely and there is no right or wrong to mm-hmm. how a chiropractor wants to practice
1: um, right and i fully agree with that
0: you can see 10 people a week or you can see a thousand people a week it, it it doesn't matter what matters is you're doing what god called you to do yeah in the for way, sure. and hopefully you can be profitable and that's that's part of my brain is yeah. you know I, I, I want people to do and have that kind of practice but hey let's make sure you're making some money too and so having can,
1: fun doing it right
0: right have fun and be you know bring some money home to your family too mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's absolutely it's good to stay in business <laughs> um, but okay so, so speak to that all those people 300 people <clears throat> coming in 18 hours the average um, the average time that you're spending with a patient is
1: three minutes
0: three minutes mm-hmm
1: Okay. And less than that, if it's a family, to be honest with you, like a family five in a room, we're probably in there for like 10 minutes, which is nice because you can, you know, right. I don't want, and I mean this in a nice way, you can see a lot of people in a shorter period of time. Yeah.
0: So how do, you, how do you make sure that a person, okay, so clearly this person that's now working your front desk thought she was the only person that you mm-hmm. saw that entire day. <laughs> yeah. How do you make somebody feel that special in three minutes? How do you do that, mm-hmm. Rachel?
1: again it goes down to that intention part and that really strong focus and that's hot up the front too like um, i know i think a lot of chiropractors take on like the chiropractors in charge of everything but your front is in front in charge of their front yeah. and the front is in charge of that happiness piece of like making sure your people come in and know like they are very loved and taken care of no matter where they're at in the office and i very strongly feel about that um, but i also like to use an analogy i was telling you um, my new staff is like, we are ducks on a water. And I think Aveda, I think we got this from Aveda. I did, we did talk there one <laughs> time. But, and I absolutely loved it because it's super true. Um, like, if you look at a duck above water, they're just floating along. They look perfect. Right. And the water's not Very moving. Very Yep. But the, underneath, they're like, they are paddling your feet and they're going like crazy. And it's nuts under there. And that's kind of what we're doing. Right. Like, above water, where everything's great. Like, the phone's ringing. A patient's walking in. Someone that didn't have an appointment's walking in. A new patient's coming in five minutes. But it's okay. Right. Like we can figure it out and it's not a big deal because people can feel that chaos, whether it's the energy or your words, they can feel it. So. Well, you
0: got to own your chaos. And, That's true too. And, 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 control your chaos because if you're going to see a bunch of people, you're going to, people are messy. Yeah. I mean, you got somebody coming in that, you know, doesn't want to pay their bill. You got somebody coming in that, you know, doesn't want to be made feel guilty because they missed their last two appointments You've got somebody coming in that was just diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, got, you've got everything imaginable happening to humans, and now you're just pouring them into your office and you're stirring them up.
1: Yep, absolutely. And,
0: and that is, that's just life. So how do, you, how do you manage that? And, you know, maybe what, what one thing could you um, tell chiropractors, or any business owner for that matter, when you pour a bunch of people and it's chaotic like that, What's the one thing maybe that you can kind of focus on that grounds you, um, so that you're providing that experience of of calm and that experience that can be seen as a as a positive.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think part of it goes to like what you said is embracing the chaos a little bit. Like all families are crazy. My family's crazy. When my son comes <laughs> in here sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's my son. Like, right? What's he okay. here? Yeah. And so Sticking I think it's, in the closet. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I think that's just people feel they can be real here and they can feel like, Oh, but I don't have to like stress about my kid being upset or, you know, it's just like, it's fine. Like we'll figure it out. Like we work with them. Like get on the floor and I adjust your kid. Like we just do different things that people can feel like it's not just like this place where I have to go and be like, you know, perfect. It's like, this is a place where we go and um, we be real and we go and we talk about, I mean, I tell my patients all the time, like they're almost, I'm closer with them than my family. Mm. I see them almost every week or every other week. Right. Or, like I saw them when they were trying to have a baby, and then they got pregnant, and their kids. And it's so fun to, I think, more than anything, just build the relationship with people because we don't have enough places where we can go that that's a relationship-based place, right? Versus you know, in and out and trying to do things. Even if it's fast, it's still right. They can trust it. Trust us.
0: So in your three minutes, I know there's a, a bunch of things in your mind um, that you maybe want to do during that three minute time frame. Yep. How do you maybe, because um, I've got my own answer for this question, but I, I want to hear what you do, um, because you seem to really have this down. How do you decide what you're going to be talking about um, during that three minute interaction?
1: hmm it's all meeting where the person's at too. Like as much as some days where I'm like, okay, like this person, I feel like I'm just not connecting with them or I feel like their care plan's up and then maybe they're not going to, you know, start caring. am like, all right, I need to hit them really hard with like education, what we're doing and like, you know, that type of thing. But it's all really about meeting where people are at too. And so my three things that I do every single time I'm in a room with someone, and I make sure like every doctor that's under my staff, this is what we're doing is we educate them, we love them, and we adjust them. And I know that sounds simple, but that's true. And then maybe your education is simply, I'm adjusting T8 today. Right. It goes to your liver, whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? At least you're giving some peace. And right. if they just need a little extra time to like vent to you, let them do it.
0: Isn't it amazing though, when you say, um, I'll, I'll give an example, when I'm adjusting like T2, T3, mm-hmm. I'll say, I don't know if you know this, but this area controls your respiration, your, your lungs. Mm hmm. How many, how many times do people actually say oh man you know I've had some problems in the past with yeah. that
1: I mean it's amazing yeah almost every time they'll respond some way with it oh thank you like that was needed right. that whatever that I means know, I, I know mean. I
0: needed that one today it's like <laughs> yeah. okay yeah uh-huh. I mean, we're all we're doing is trying to push yeah. information out but yeah. and and there again you're just being obedient to being a chiropractor God yeah. made you a chiropractor to share that information yep. how dare we not share it yeah you know you yep. have to it is your duty to share mm-hmm. that information, and people will hear it and yeah. take it in.
1: Yep, and I think too. Like, I remember when I was a young doctor, and I was just like, oh, nervous about, like, oh, I know. And once you, if you're fresh out of school, and I get it, it can be like hard to like table tick, but I'll just, you just got to keep doing it and keep educating yourself and keep. It really comes down to your education and your philosophy with things, and just that repetitive nature with stuff because it won't be natural at first. It'll feel uncomfortable, but I'm going to tell you right now, your patients will love it for you yeah. if you do that. And same thing with like my report of findings. I get more dipped in chiropractic every mm-hmm. single time I say the same ten sentences right. fourteen times a day. Absolutely. But it just like goes back to you know getting me really strong in what I do and why I do it.
0: You know, uh, you mentioned three things that you do with every interaction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I typically talk about my four, and uh, my number one is give a compliment. Cool. Number two is is education. Number three is uh, name one thing that is getting better, that's improving. And then the cool. last thing is, what are we still working on? Like you know, that. What maybe hasn't improved yet that you'd like to see more improvement? Um, <clears throat> And you mentioned, you mentioned love them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you made it even simpler than I did. Thank you very much. <laughs> but it could Good be job. a compliment. Good job. I, mean, I like
1: the compliment <laughs> piece because it's true.
0: Um, but uh, you just said love them. Yeah. So to a nerd like me mm-hmm. who maybe is analytical, okay, I can't picture what you're saying to me, Rachel. Okay. How, how do I – what do you mean love them? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know – of course, I love them. Yeah. Oh, do I need to tell them that, or do I need to hug on them, or what do I what do I need to do to express that? How do I show them that I love them?
1: Yes, I mean, I tell my patients I love them all the time, and I truly mean that. I give them hugs all the time. Um, kids, it's just like getting down next to them and being like, "You're so awesome." Give them a yeah. high five. Like, go get after your day. Um, I love treating the teen population. Um, that's something that I I kind of want to keep growing as my teens, because our teens are so. My heart goes out to them. Mm-hmm. And so just being real with teens, like, what's right. what's the struggle right now? Like, asking them those questions and, like, talking them through that. I truly, our teens, like, have a little culture here, too. Like, mm-hmm. we have this, like, time at 3 o'clock right after high school's out that they all come. They all come in. I have, yeah. like, 20 teens coming in here, <laughs> and it's so fun. They're, like, just great.
0: Oh, they're different, all right. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And they're, they're
1: going through stuff that no one ever has, so yeah. it's fun. but. Yeah, to answer a question, like give a compliment, hugs, wh- whatever it is. Just like right. something where like you can just really connect with that person that they haven't. Sometimes it's them.
0: just a smile or just a pat on the back. I was you just going to say that. A fist bump, yep. you know, it's something.
1: Yep. And we're so lucky that we're in a profession where we can, I mean, I like laugh all day. And I'm, yeah. it's such a great high energy place. But like the average male and female only smile like 15 times a day. Is that right? Yeah. And so just even to like get someone to smile is just huge. You know, I mean, like it sounds so simple, but sometimes we do make it tough.
0: So uh, let me talk to our listeners and, and you uh, and share this brief little story. So my oldest daughter had had a tough um, uh, tough time in, in junior high and at the beginning of high school. She, she had a tough time. And... <clears throat> I recognized kind of that same struggle in one of my patients recently, Mm -hmm. and uh, she was new to me. Actually, one of my other doctors in the office is the main doctor for this family, and this gal is like a, I think she's a freshman in high school this year, and she does not talk. Yep. Yep. I mean if you can get her to say one word answers you're doing good yeah you know you can ask her 20 questions and she's answered all of them yes or no uh-huh. um, and I just took it upon myself I am gonna connect with this gal. I don't care because I saw my daughter in her and um, and that was about five months ago and um, and I, I started to notice that um, on some of her visits I could see that she had cuts on her arm and she'd been cutting Mm-hmm. And and so she's just really struggling. And I know for a fact because of my own uh, personal experience that um, parents are probably the last people they want to hear from. And so I took it upon myself. And if you're listening to this episode, I want you right now to make a commitment. You are the person that's going to speak mm-hmm. to that person's life Absolutely. and change their life. Because the parents are... They're going out of their minds. Mm-hmm. They can't connect with their kid. They can't get their kid to listen to them. They they're hated by their children. You know, I know this happens, and it's not the the parents' fault. They're not a bad parent. It's just where they're at, and, and having that person outside of the family that can connect. And so I, I I took it upon myself to connect to this to this gal. Yeah. And now when she comes in she actually says sentences to me mm-hmm. and we talk about volleyball she plays on the volleyball team and, and we're talking about that and and i get her to crack a smile and it's like that's like the biggest thing in the world when yeah. she cracks a smile and yeah i know for a fact i'm impacting her life and i see when when the parents leave i, I see the mom turn back and she kind of winks at me and she yep. says she mouths the words thank you
1: for sure um
0: that's a big deal
1: it's a huge deal and that's and that's why you're a chiropractor too. It's like changing lives in a lot of different ways too. Like that's why we're blessed to have this profession. And yeah. I think that's, that's so true. Like, and it, again, it goes back to just being like, I'm just be real with her. Like, and meet her on where she's at and recognizing, like you just be with them. Right. And like spend an extra minute. Can and it go be, far? It would be
0: so easy though, to just be like, uh yeah. I got to go yeah. adjust this crabby little kid that <laughs> totally. would, you know, she, I almost got to like drag her onto the yeah. adjusting table because she's just crabby. She wants to sit there in the chair and play her little whatever on her phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she rolls her eyes as she has to come over to the table. Um, but now five months later, um, yeah. that's, it's not that way at all yeah. um, because I decided not, it's not, it's not going to be this way.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's going to be the way I want it to be. And that is impactful. We're yeah. going to change something here.
1: So fun. Yep.
0: Pretty cool stuff. So is. you, um, You've had some amazing challenges, yeah. In the first year of owning this practice, first uh, eighteen months, um, what's been the biggest challenge uh, between you know um, being an associate and now being an owner?
1: Hmm, that's a tough question. Um, for sure, like having the right team around you is huge, and um, and I think I think there's no like just all like wrong well maybe they're I don't know maybe there is wrong people with things but like I think the hard part is like you can invest so much in people and then sometimes it doesn't work out and I don't think that's always a bad thing either but um I think just it's really important to get a good strong team around you mm-hmm. because um I was actually just listening to I'm a podcast junkie too it's always on, on my phone but John Maxwell just had a big thing too about like um it was he was talking about um the Michael Jordan documentary did you oh, watch that yeah, yeah. so good but he's talking about how Michael Jordan said, like, one won't win. It takes your whole team to win. It's not going to be one MVP that's going to cause it. It's like, takes everybody. And that's where they shifted their whole, like, program around. It wasn't just, like, Michael Jordan scoring all these baskets. It's like, right. okay, how can we all play around that? And so, like, I was felt like I was called to listen to that because I have two new front desks with me that are so awesome. They are coming in here and, like, kicking butt, truly. Um, and one, like I said, has been a patient for six years, which sometimes that can be good, sometimes that can be bad. Um, another that is just great, just coming in, and so like I'm excited to invest back in my team, and that was a good thing to listen to because again, I've had some turnover with doctors and staff and things like that, um, that were all really good learning lessons. Some were like really hard, and some really sucked, and it is what it is, but it was it was good lessons to learn. Now, too, because over that last year, I've learned a lot with it.
0: Yeah. You know, over the years, uh, 25 years in practice, I've I've had a lot of teams. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of my staff that have been with me for a long time, they've heard me say this so many different times. (laughs) They probably roll their eyes. I always say, this is the best team. This is the greatest (laughs) team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I always mean it, but I always think to myself, what are these people thinking? You know? Because this is a different team than we've had before. So if this is the best team, what was that one before? Yeah. And I will say this, um, every team that I've had has been excellent. Mm-hmm. And every team has been the best team for that moment that we were in. Sure, absolutely. And then, and then life, life changes and, and things happen and people move away and people take different opportunities and, you know, just stuff. Yeah. And, and then you develop the team that you have today. Mm-hmm. And the team that you have today is the team that is meant for you to have Today,
1: absolutely for
0: you to develop them and for you to grow with them and for you to go to the next level and turn the chapter and 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 and, and move into the, where you're going to be uh, the future and all of that so you got to invest in the ones that are around you now yep because those are the ones that are with you and uh, they can be the best because they're going to be the best for right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's pretty cool okay that's good so um and we're running close on time here so uh, we're gonna wrap it up uh, I do want to I do want to uh, talk about this just for a few minutes and that is Okay, so you are you're you are not typical. Okay? <laughs> um you are a female chiropractor even though there's lots of female chiropractors, but you're female co- chiropractor, sole practitioner, large practice, very successful practice, all cash. Mhm. You don't take insurance.
1: No, nope, not a penny.
0: Hundred percent cash. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are all amazing things, just in general, no matter what. But wh- wh- what do you think you can offer? What would you say to somebody who's who's in school? Maybe they just started chiropractic school, uh-huh. um, and they're looking at what you're doing. Um, what would you say to them about the possibilities of you know doing something similar?
1: For sure, like I said in the beginning, it was definitely something that I didn't think was possible for myself, whatever reasons that for. But then it came down to, like, I just started to see other clinics, like, get around people like you and other, like... I'm, I'm also part of a group of, like, women. We have a mastermind group where it's all pretty much clinics similar to mine, higher-volume cash-based clinics. And it's just I am constantly have a good people around me where, like, if I'm struggling with something... Like, I can be like, what do you do with this, Jeff? Like, I have no clue. And part of it, too, is just, like, an energy piece with that. Where it's like, normally, if I was by myself, I'd have to put so much energy in that, time all of it, and it sucks you dry. Where I can kind of, like, use your experience and be like, all right, and then I just move on. I think that's something you definitely have to do is you just have to make a decision and move on. And just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. And not dwelling in anything. And just own it. Mm -hmm. Whether it sucks or it's... Not fun, because there's going to be times where things are not fun. I mean, but it is what it is. And so I think the biggest thing for new doctors is getting around people that you're inspired by. Because it's really easy to get around people that are just doing fine and doing okay. And if you want to do fine and do okay, that's fine too. But if you want to just like rock it and kill it, and I mean that because... I love that I get to adjust that many people and affect that many lot li- that many lives like every single week. And so, whether you're, whatever your passion is, you just have to find your like focus on that and focus on that. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I I,
0: th- I think it's so important uh, for young doctors to see what's possible. Yeah, you have shown it. Mm-hmm. You really have. I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thank you're a you. whopping how old,
1: Rachel? <laughs> I turned 32 on Friday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're making me sick. 32 years old. Uh, you're the uh, sole owner, female owner of an all-cash. This is a half-million-dollar practice, um, the value of it. And it, it's, it's impressive. But what's more impressive uh, besides the numbers is just who you are. Thank you. So just keep doing what you're doing. And I can't even imagine where you're going to be 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Thank you for being a mentor to other people and an example for other people. Thank you. It's really important.
1: Yeah, I agree too.
0: Now, people mm-hmm. know that um, that they can they can do this, and it's mm-hmm. it can be fun. It can it be. Can, it can make you chew your nails off <laughs> and pull your hair out, um, but it can be fun and rewarding and, and really mm-hmm. a blessing. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, thanks for being with me today. Uh, it's been a joy to, to chat with you. And, and uh, wow, I had no idea where that conversation was going, but it was, that was awesome. <laughs> I
1: agree. Thank you. Awesome. I appreciate it.
0: All right. So uh, for those of you that are listening to this episode, hear me and hear me loudly right now. You know somebody, you know a young chiropractor in practice or a young uh, student in chiropractic, probably a female that needs to hear this, but it doesn't need to be a female. Okay. Because us guys, we need to hear that this stuff is possible too. We can have a pediatric practice if we want it. Um, Just like the practice that I grew uh, became a pediatric practice. So uh, share this podcast, please share this podcast and give it a rating so that uh, it increases the chances that other chiropractors are gonna hear this. So go and rate it, um, download it, do all that fun stuff uh, so that we can get this message out. Um, Check into Big Fish uh, coaching and uh, Big Fish Enterprises, uh, where I do coaching as well, if you, you know, care to check into that. And uh, I just ask that all of you stay hungry, my friends, because it is always, always important to pay it forward. Cairo Feeds.